And welcome back to another episode of Spill the Beans. I'm your host, Beans, and uh, God bless. Uh, yeah, let's just, uh, I'm, I'm out here drinking a protein shake, you know, I'm trying to get those muscles all bulked up, and uh, I've been uh, I've been getting in a bad habit not drinking these, so this is going to hold me accountable. This is the first one I've had in like like a month. It's been it's been too long. It's been very too long. I also need to, to uh, build like a workout routine. If that makes sense. I've been uh, just working out at home and it works, but not. I need to get back to the gym, especially when it's free. So I don't know I don't know what I'm doing there. I guess. Um. Oh, no, that should not come down on me like that. Anyways, that's what she said. Now, <laughs> uh, I thought it would be fun today to talk about my New Mexico trip that happened last month. It was like a five-day trip. Uh, went with my family, and uh, so it would be my parents, my sister, her boyfriend, and then my grandpa, uh, my mom's dad. So that was a lot of fun. Um being with them, uh, New Mexico, not, not so much fun. Uh, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, like, it's a lot of brown, and I mean that by, like, the, uh, the, uh, landscape, like, everything's made out of clay, obviously, there, and so there's just not a lot of color, and, uh, out of context, that sounds so bad, but anyways, so it's just, I don't know. I don't think I could live in the desert. I don't get how people choose to go to Arizona when they got Iowa, when you go look out there and it's all green, you know, and we get all four seasons down there. You just, it's, I feel like it's just the same all the time. I think it gets boring. So, and on top of that, it rained like the entire time we were there. So we really didn't get to go outside as much. So that might affect it a little bit. Uh, we went up to a mountain. Um, it was colder than, it was colder than shit. Colder than shit. I was not a fan of that. We went all the way up, and then we went all the way back down. Um, I'm also one of those guys that, you know, I don't care about heights, but my body does. So um, I don't look down, and if I look down, I'm done. Uh, so it's not like, I don't know, it's a weird thing. Like like I said, I'm not scared of being up really high, but at the same time, I don't want to challenge it, you know? I feel like if I'm doing that on purpose, I'm, I'm asking for it, essentially. It's the same reason I don't go to haunted houses or on ghost tours, right? If you're willingly going into a haunted house, and I'm talking like an actual house where a murder happened, and you go in to, to look around, homie, you're asking for it. That's on you. Okay, whatever happens, whatever ghost is in there, that's on you. And to be honest, I don't really believe in ghosts. I believe in demons that take on the form of ghosts. It's a very complicated process when you think about it out loud like that, but that's what I believe. Um, so yeah, I just don't mess around with that stuff. I think you're asking for it. If you don't want to be haunted, don't go to where the ghosts are. Plain and simple. So I play around like that with heights as well. I remember going on one of the bridges in London, right? And they decided that they wanted to have glass panels on part of the bridge so when you walked across the bridge up top you could see the traffic and the cars down below 
I would be lying to you if I said that I didn't step on the glass. I willingly walked around the glass because, again, you're asking for it. I don't trust that glass. If I can see the bottom, it can't be that stable. That's just what I believe, right? If you really want to go for that effect, why don't you just put a TV screen down there with a camera that shows it? I would be okay with that. I still think that spot's a little less stable, but look, I don't need to see traffic, right? I know there's like that, I believe it's Death Valley or something like that, where it's like the deepest part, and I think it's in the Grand Canyon, but don't hold me to that. I don't I don't know exactly what it is, but I know that they have that like panel, and it looks like you're walking into... Uh, Cerebro, which is the, if you've ever watched the X-Men movies, it's the one room that Professor X wheels up to, and it's all glass paneling in this sphere. Yeah, imagine all glass paneling into a circle where you can all see all the way down, right? And then on top of that, you're it's like a cavern, right? Because you're in the canyon. And below you is, is still a lot of cave, right? There's still a lot of depth underneath there. I ain't going out that way. I can promise you that much. But anyways, back to New Mexico. Um, to be honest, we went to Albuquerque and we went to Santa Fe. They're the same city to me. They're the same city to me. I didn't see the difference. Uh, there were people that told us before we went down that Santa Fe was prettier than Albuquerque. All look the same to me. So take that as you will. Not good, not bad, right? It's, it's just how it was. Also, if you're really into jewelry and pottery, that was every other shop in New Mexico. Every other shop was jewelry and pottery, which again, it makes sense, right? Um, that, that is what the Native Americans do really, really well, um, is pottery and jewelry. So if you're into that, that's fantastic. I know my sister was looking for like a ring or something. That's not my forte. Do I, I'm not a pottery guy, and I'm definitely not a jewelry guy. The only I don't have any jewelry at all. Well, minus this cross necklace, but that's a little different. So I guess I own one piece of jewelry. And if you count the watch, which I don't count the watch because that's just silly to me because this is more technology. But I don't know. Do you call that jewelry? Doesn't matter. So... Yes. Um, the best nights were in the hot tub, which was every night, because a good hot tub is awesome. But, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the New Mexico trip. Oh, we did go to this, like, sweet um, museum um, of, like, nuclear radiation. Like, they specialize in nuclear equipment, so there were a lot—they had some airplanes— um, and they had like information on Hiroshima and like the planes that dropped those bombs. So yeah, if you're into like World War II stuff, it's pretty much a World War II museum. And then outside they have like 10 different planes and rocket ships to go look at. And I posted a video on this and it was pretty much, I was looking for Transformers. Because if you are in, like, a park like that, <laughs> it's, I feel like it's demeaning calling it a park, but it, it was a park. I'm pretty sure there was a playground out there. 
besides the point, um, with all those planes and stuff, you're like, one of these has to be Decepticon. Because, firstly, rule number one about Transformers, there is not a single Autobot. There might be there might be two Autobots, which are the good guys. There might be two that are airplanes, right? Every other Transformer that can fly is, is a Decepticon. He's a bad guy. Do I know why? Uh-uh. I don't have a clue. But for some reason, the Decepticons get all the helicopters and all the airplanes. And I don't think it's fair because they definitely rule the sky. You know, Transformers, they, the, the Autobots, they might rule the land. But they rule the sky, the Decepticons. Also, the Decepticons get tanks. How are they out there losing? I just, I'm just starting to think about that. How are the Decepticons losing as much as they are? That doesn't make sense. You have all those airplanes... Right? Okay, I guess in one movie, Optimus did get a Tyrannosaurus Rex. A Tyrannosaurus Rex? A Tyrannosaurus Rex. He got a T-Rex. That's why they call it a T-Rex, because it's too complicated. Um, but yeah, he rode a T-Rex into battle with a sword and killed a bunch of Decepticons, and it was badass. So, and also, my final comment on Transformers movies, because there is a new one coming out, so maybe we'll talk all Transformers one of these days, but... My last thing on it, uh, those movies aren't meant to be great movies. Those movies are meant to be Transformers is my generation of Godzilla. It's my generation's Godzilla, right? I go to watch robots fight and blow each other up. That's why Michael Bay was so good at those movies, right? And that first one, oh my gosh, spoilers right now about the first Transformers movie that came out like 12 years ago. Well, maybe 15. I don't know. It's been a long time. But spoilers ahead, all right? When Megatron rips Jazz in half, I was so sad in the movie theater, right? I was upset about a robot dying. So don't you tell me that those movies aren't good movies. But they, I remember they also had NASCARs in there one time. and But yeah, the Decepticons, they, they got like a dragon. Okay, I'm done with, I'm done with it for now. You get my point. Um, so yeah, we went to that nuclear museum and uh, it was cool. It was cool to look around, you know? So, uh, and then we did Top Golf, which if you've never Top Golf before, first of all, it's pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. And secondly, it's fun. You know, you, you rent the place out for like two hours. You rent your spot out for like two hours. And you just go in there and you blow off some steam by hitting some balls into holes. That's just a good Friday night. I think everybody would agree with that. But it's... Uh, and I suck at golf, by the way. I'm not a golfer. Never have been. Never will be. Unless it's unless it's putt-putt. I can putt-putt with the best of them. Okay? I don't lose at putt-putt. And if my family or friends tell you otherwise, they're lying to you because I beat them every single time. Okay? So, like, with Josh and Tanner in Minnesota, I won that. I don't know where I went last after that. Oh, was it Nashville? Pigeon Forge. When we went Pigeon Forge, pretty sure I won that one too. So, yeah, I don't remember losses. I win 100% of the time. So, yeah, New Mexico was chill though. Um, I hate airplanes. Like, I do. I just hate airplanes. I hate the jet lag. And then getting on there 
And then, first of all, you're confined to a tight space. You don't know who you're going to sit by half the time. If you're unlucky and don't get to sit by the people that you're going with. Or you're sitting by your grandpa, who I love him to death, but has one false tooth that he decides to click in and out of his mouth every 30 seconds. So, if you have that, which is all theoretical... um, yeah, I headphones, 10 out of 10. Recommend headphones. Zone out on those planes. In fact, my advice for airplanes, and maybe, again, this is another topic for another day, but my advice on airplanes, go to bed. Lights out. Whatever you got to do, if you, you need your best friend to punch you in the face so you're out for at least three hours, that's my best recommendation because I don't like airplanes. I know a lot of people who don't like airplanes. All right? Especially if you're like behind the wing in the back. The worst part of an airplane is the last row. A hundred percent. You are right by the bathrooms. Right by the toilets. Right? So you get to smell all kinds of terrible, terrible smells. Um, you're the last to get on. You're the last to get off. It's a nightmare, man. I don't like sitting in the back of the plane. I've had to do it once. Well, I've had to do it. I've had to do it a lot. Let me rephrase it. I had to do it once this trip, but I've had to do it a lot. Not fun. And you're congested, right? Like I said before, like I don't like being too cooped up. I get cooped up on car rides anymore, man. I Like on that trip to Indianapolis I was talking about last podcast, I was getting so cooped up and I was driving, right? I, I, I pulled a muscle my like in high school that connects from the back of my knee to my tailbone. And if I sit for too long, my left ass cheek starts to act up and starts to hurt a little bit or it goes to sleep or whatever ass cheeks do when they're, when they're, uh, inflamed, uh, when they, whenever they flare up is what I should say. So yeah, I definitely don't recommend, uh, pulling that muscle. It's not fun. So, but yeah, that was, uh. That was my trip to New Mexico. Um, I don't know if I go to New Mexico anytime soon again. I don't have any problem with the state really, but it also wasn't like, it's kind of just there, man. That That's kind of what I felt about New Mexico. And if you're from New Mexico, man, maybe I did it wrong, you know? So next time, you know, give me some pointers or something where, where to go. I also think we just went in a bad, unlucky time of the year. Like they said, we, we hit a rainy patch. They're like, it never never does this in New Mexico. Also, somehow it was colder there than it was in Iowa at the time, and I was trying to go somewhere warmer. Like it's, I want to say it's like five states down and over one or two states. So I figured, oh, we got a really good shot at this being a really warm vacation. I lied. Lied. Not on purpose. And by that, I mean the weatherman lied to me. So I'm glad I looked and grabbed some pants because that would have been a trip I would have just brought t-shirts and shorts to. And I would have been suffering tremendously. They had some good ice cream. Had some ice cream down there. Cookie dough, obviously, on a sugar cone because that's the only cone to get if you're going to get a cone. Um, That's what I remember the most is that the ice cream is good. So, 
Well, I think we should talk about the topic I'm going to be discussing today in the Beans Breakdown. Um, I thought it would be fun to talk about relationships. Now, I'm not talking about boy-girl relationships like, oh, she's kind of cute kind of relationships. Like the girl you want to take home and have her meet your mom. Not that kind of relationship. Not the ones where... You're out there, you pay for the first date, and then second date, you know, everything's still going good. And then the third date, you know, you ask the question, will you be my girlfriend? Those kind of relationships. And then for Valentine's Day, you get them like flowers and a teddy bear, and they're not like fully like grateful for the teddy bear. Again, this is not from experience, which it sounds like it is, and that makes it sound like it is from experience. But <laughs> my point is... We're not talking about dating relationships today. Someday we'll get to that because I'm clearly an expert on the topic for being single for 24 out of the 25 years. Okay? So, anywho, um, I'm talking about friendships. Yes, friendships. Sounds kind of... <sighs> Sounds kind of just ugh, when I say it like that, but trust me on this one, it's it's not okay. Um, I figured out a while ago that if you're like me and you have ADHD, um, there's sometimes where you can put friendships and expectations on higher levels. Than they should be. Now that that goes for any relationship, honestly. But there's also I'm very poor at realizing where people sometimes actually lie on those charts, and it takes me a lot longer, you know, to figure out where they actually fall. And so we have three categories that are gonna go on the board: acquaintances, friends, and family. I'll break that down here in a second, but the, my point to doing this today was to um, kind of establish boundaries for each one of these like relationships um, because like I said earlier, sometimes, sometimes I think it's hard to be able to tell the difference um, unless you really think about it. I, I know I struggle with that anyways. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to break into that, and the idea is just to compare the three in certain situations. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. <laughs> and if it's not, I'm sure you guys will let me know. But I want to try to uh, I want to try to create a balance here. You know, I only want to go geeky, like every one, every every other to every three podcasts. You know, I kind of really want to level this out. You know. Maybe give unsolicited un, unsolicited unsolicited advice that on things that I learned, and by all means, don't you don't have to take my advice. Another thing that I haven't pointed out in the last two episodes, if you haven't figured it out by now, you don't have don't take me seriously by any means. This is not serious. Now, if I say, let's be real, or let's get for surreal, then take what I'm saying seriously. So that'll be a test for later on podcasts. 
But <laughs> um, again, my main goal is to have fun here. All right, don't don't go out, take something I say today, and be like, oh my gosh, Riley said it. It's law. It must be true. No, these are all theories. Okay, this is all bullshit from my head. All right. Just don't don't believe it. May, now, maybe if you pick up something and you're like, oh, that's pretty good. I'm going to remember that. That's when you shout me out, okay? If it works, you shout me out. If it doesn't work, I mean, still shout me out. Just be, eh, do what you want. I'm not in control of you. Do what you want. You don't have to give me credit. It'd be cool if you gave me credit if it works. But it is what it is. After I present my information, that's when the ball goes to your court, okay? I don't want the ball back in my court, okay? I'm sh I am shot. I'm like Steph Curry. I just went off for 45 points. 35 of it was from the three. The other 10 was from, was from the free throw line. And I know the math doesn't add up there, but you understand what I'm saying. I'm dropping dimes, buckets, okay? So... I think without a further ado, let's get to the whiteboard. All right, so let's get into it. So today, we're talking about relationships with people, okay? So again, not dating relationships. All right, the three spots, okay? We're just going to divide the whiteboard right here. Bam. Okay, we've... First up, we have acquaintances. And I'm not even going to act like I know how to spell this word, because I don't. Acquaintance. I think that's how you spell it. A-C-Q-U-A-I-N-T-A-N-C-E-S. If I'm wrong, fight me. Okay? Next, we have friends. Okay? I know how to spell that one. Because of that one song where it's like, F-R-I-E-N-D-S. Actually, to be honest, it's kind of a sad song because it's just about a dude getting friend-zoned. So, <laughs> all too relatable. Now, now we go to what I label as family. Okay, this is the inner circle, right? Um, yes, yeah, so acquaintances, you know, these are just people you know of, right? They're friends of friends, Uh Friends are people that you like to hang out with, and family is people who, no matter what you do, or wherever you go, unless, you know, you mass murder a bunch of people, um, they're going to be by you. 100% of the time, whether you like it or not, sometimes you want to kill them, other times you just want them to hug you and not stop hugging you, okay? Because that's how life is, all right? Sometimes life sucks. Sometimes life is fantastic. But this, like I said earlier, is the inner circle. And one thing I want to establish before we get really into this is something that I learned along the way with life is that blood is not defined family. You define who family is. So, if you have an uncle who's a piece of shit, all right, you don't have to associate yourself with your uncle or you don't have to do certain things just because they're related to you. Is essentially what I mean by that, right? So, because there's other people that can come into your life, like, let's say your aunt gets remarried, and the next uncle that comes along is amazing, right? 
He sounds like he's more family than your actual birth uncle, right? Your blood uncle. Um, or, you know, for another instance, I only have one sister. And there's a probably like five or six dudes in my life that I would consider actual brothers. So, obviously, that's not just given, that's earned, right? And uh, sometimes they drive me up a wall, but what would I do without them, right? So, here's how to tell the difference between these three things, in case you needed to know how that worked. So, number one that we're going to cover is birthdays, all right? So, this is the situation is you telling them happy birthday, okay? If it is an acquaintance and you're going to tell them happy birthday, these are the only indications of when you are going to tell them happy birthday. If you stumble across it, all right? Right? This is not something you're going to go search out eagerly, all right? You're going to be on your Facebook feed or your Instagram feed or your Snapchat stories or whatever, and you stumble across it, and you're like, oh! And then maybe you'll shoot them a, a happy birthday on a comment underneath somebody else's. That's the only time you're telling an acquaintance happy birthday, okay? You're not going out of your way to do it. It's a whole stumbling thing, right? Friends, obviously, you're going to tell them happy birthday. Now, do you have it memorized? Not necessarily, okay? But... You know, it. you probably know it's coming or you know it the day of, right? And then you're going to, this is a direct message. Yeah. You're going to directly tell them, hey, happy birthday, man. That's how you're going to do it. Okay. No other really way to do that. Now, family is a whole nother thing. First of all, um, this is how we want to, you're going to get a present. Okay, and you're going to do a direct message, right? Happy birthday, man. And then you have a plan to give them a gift. Okay, that's family. Also, you didn't forget the birthday. Because if you forget the birthday for a family member, you're an asshole. Now, I'm talking direct family, of course, in this situation of the branding of family, right? You don't forget your dad's birthday, okay? July 12th is mine. I'm not super confident, but that is my point Pretty sure it's July 12th, all right? And he's getting up there. Now, <laughs> he's going to watch this. That's going to be funny. Now, that's how I would define the different scenarios of birthdays. You're not going to go buy an acquaintance a present, okay? The only time you're getting a friend a present, if it's like a work friend, and you bought them like a $5 drink because you were already at Starbucks, right? You're not going to go out of your way to get these people a gift, a friend a gift. Like, you can get a friend a gift, but it's going to be a cheap gift. Family, when you get them a present, it's very, very thoughtful, all right? You know, cash is never wrong, but it's also like, you really couldn't think of anything to get me? Now, obviously, there's exceptions, because if you have, if you have one of those family members, like, they get whatever they want, and you never know what to get them, then maybe cash is acceptable, but gift card would probably be that probably be better because it shows you at least know where they like to go and what like they like to get. Okay? So, present. So that's where we're at there for birthdays. Now, let's see here. All right. Now this one is specifically 
I guess I'm I'm telling people my my coming over policy, right? So who has access to my home and when do they have access to my home? Okay? Acquaintances. Very rarely. Okay? The only time that I'm cool with people that I kind of know being at my house is for a party. Alright? Now, if they so pretty much you're having a celebration for whatever, like you just got your house, you're having a bunch of people over, they're a friend of a friend, that's cool. If they are a single, hot Christian gal who loves Jesus very, very much, also welcome to come over for a party, okay? Now, again, parties are a great way to meet people, right? But this is the time that they come over. Now, friends, all right? I'm going to say scheduled, all right? So they can come over whenever. They just need to give me a heads up, right? Hey, man, uh, want to hang out? Uh, I can be there in like an hour. Fine by me if I'm available, right? I'm not going to change my entire day for them. But hey, they want to go get lunch or they got something they want to come over and talk to me about for an hour. Want to come play video games for two hours? Right there. Schedule it out with me. Family. Anytime. It's an open door policy, okay? If you're one of these people, you already know that you're in that that quadrant, right? Um, this means if they're, if uh, you need to come over for whatever reason, door's always open, all right? You'll probably have access to my house, all right? Now, obviously, be, be mindful, which I trust all these people are going to be mindful, and I'll be completely honest with them, but they have any, they have any time access to my house. Pretty much how I look into that aspect of my life. Now, I feel like that news might be dangerous, but my point is, if we're this close already, you know, if you walk through the door, I'm not going to care what I'm doing. You're more than welcome to be there. Now, let's see here. Where else do I want to go through? Um communicating with me so like let's say they want to get a hold of me right um i'm just gonna do this we're gonna say this right here socials okay reach out to me via facebook instagram snapchat okay if you got something you want to discuss right otherwise i don't probably really care right if it's it's if it's like a party invite cool whatever Socials is the way to go, all right? Friends, all right? They probably actually have my number, right? Again, they can text me at any time, and I'll get back to them within a reasonable set amount of time. So if buddy texts me, I don't need to be right there. Now, normally I am because I otherwise I forget. So I either text back immediately or I don't text back for three days. That's just how it works with the way my brain works. Okay, I understand that. That's why most of the time you're going to get a quick text from me. But in theory, right, number, just shoot me a text, man. Probably get back to you as soon as I can. All right, but through my watch, I'm going to see it faster via text. Again, acquaintances aren't going to have my number. Friends will have my number, okay? Or I guess if they work with me. But that's also a different kind of relationship. 
All right, family. I'm writing call when ifs. All right, now, don't torture me, okay? This, whenever is more of an emergency, right? Like, let's say you fall in the tub and break your leg, right? That's when you give me a call at two in the morning. Why are you showering at two in the morning? I don't know, man, but that's whenever. Or, you know, you went, you got two turn, all right? And you need a ride home. Call me at two in the morning. I'm not going to promise you that I'm going to wake up and I'm probably not going to be very happy that I have to come get you, but I'll come get you, right? So call Winevs. Let's see, where else are we at now? Let's just take a quick water drink here. Sorry, the water is off camera. Okay. Where are we at? All right. Advice. Okay. So I need advice. If I need advice, I'm not asking an acquaintance. Okay. We're not that close enough for where you know me well enough and where I trust your opinion enough. And frankly, I don't give a shit what you think. No offense. Now. There are all variables to this, right? Okay? Like, if they walk in on me crying, which won't happen, more than likely. Because what am I crying about? In public. Celtics winning the championship. The Cowboys winning a Super Bowl. Tobey Maguire making it on screen again as Spider-Man. Those, those are the only things I can think about off the top of my head right now where I would be crying publicly. All right. But obviously there's special case scenarios. There's special case scenarios with all of these, but I'm not asking for your advice if we're acquaintances. Friends, advice is situational. Okay. Case to case basis. If I'm going to go to a movie and I know that this friend has already seen it, advice. Hey, should I go see this movie? If this friend loves Chinese food and has been to a certain Chinese restaurant, I'm asking him where I should go, right? Okay, so situational, basic stuff um, that has to do with similarities that we already share. Great advice for friends. Or, you know, they've been through other similar situations as myself. Great for advice there. Now, for family advice, I'm going to life advice because I want to actually hear what they have to think because they know me at an intimate level where they're going to shoot it to me straight. All right? Friends will lie to you to make sure that you're okay. They're going to lie to you because they want you to feel better. If you fucked up, they're going to let you know that you're the one who fucked up. Okay? That's what makes family great for these scenarios. Right? If you got life advice, you need life advice, they're, they're ones that are going to be there for you. Because they know you. Let's see here. Where are we going to next? Um, <laughs> Paying for something. All right? Um, 
So, unless it's a date, which we aren't talking about dates, acquaintances should be equal. Hey, let's go to a movie. I'm not paying for your movie ticket, man. Nor should you ask me to pay for your movie ticket. I don't care if it's my idea or not. We're paying for our things, right? That's how it works. All right? Equal. Cool. I think we can move on to that. Now, for friends, right? <laughs> Again, these are for most of the time. Friends with pain. Uh, it can be... Hmm, I'm trying to think of... It can be... Um, we're going to say every other, right? Friends are situations where you're like, hey, I'm going to go buy a drink. You want one? Boom. You buy the first round of beer. They buy the second round of beer. So it's like, obviously, you're still paying for it, but it's like a community pitch-in, right? You're all paying for it together, and you're just making everything easier in that sense, right? Hey, I'll buy the tickets. You buy the popcorn. Again, it's all equal, but we trust each other with, with our money enough where we're willing to pitch in and be like, hey, I owe you one. And then they'll pay you back and they'll owe you one. All right. Now, family. Paying for things is going to be a fight. And it's not a fight in the sense of, oh, my gosh, you owe me for this. Oh, my gosh, you owe me for that. No. A fight is, hey, I've got this. I owe it. And then the other person is like, no, no, I'm paying for it. And then the other person's like, no, no. I'm paying for it. And then you fight over who's actually paying for it because you want to make sure the other person is good. Okay. I had a buddy that I used to work with. His name is Jacob. It was a fight every time. I love the guy, right? But it was a fight every time. And that's how you know it's family. Okay. That's paying for stuff. And again, everything's situational. If somebody's going through something and you want to buy them a lunch, that's fantastic. Do that. I'm not saying don't do that. All right, we need more good Samaritans in life. We don't have enough of them. And that includes me, all right? All right. So now in this situation, you find a lady, <laughs> right? And you like this girl, and now you're getting her to meet everyone else in your life. Acquaintances, okay? I'm putting bare minimum. The only thing they need to know is if you're taken. All right? That's the only thing an acquaintance needs to know. Are you single? No, I'm in a very loving relationship for two years. Or I'm engaged. Or I'm married. Or I just started seeing this girl. That's all the information that they need. Okay? Don't give them anything more. Why? Because acquaintances tend to spread things. Right? Because they don't give a shit. They're just going to be like, oh my gosh, that guy said he's been having this really sexy outing with this one chick. No. Don't tell an acquaintance that stuff. And also, nine times out of ten, they probably don't want to know, man. I can tell you right now, if a guy, I'm walking on the street, and a guy looks at me, he's like, dude, I'm having girl problems. I'm going to keep walking. I don't care, man. Look, more power to you. I hope you figure it out. I'm not the guy, okay? It's called a therapist, right? If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son, I got 99 other problems and a bitch ain't one, okay? Friends. <laughs> um, yes, with, when it comes to a girl, right? 
Um, what is the best way? Um, yes, here we go. Public. I'm going to write down public, meaning that these, your friends know her on a public level, right? Your friends become her friends. Her friends become your friends, etc., etc., right? They know you from a public level. They see what you do. You've been together. They're the ones that on Facebook, they're like, oh, you and your uh, girl just went on a 5K run. I don't know why in the world you'd want to do that as a couple. Beyond me, more power to you. Ain't my kind of style. I'd rather do a movie marathon to each their own. That's the only kind of marathon I want to do, though. But you see it from a public standpoint, right? Family. Private. Meaning. These are the people you go to for advice on your relationship. Not all the time, okay? Because some stuff, it should just be between you and her, right? But these are the people that need to like the girl, right? They're going to give you an honest opinion of the girl. If that girl is a bitch, they're going to tell you that she's a bitch, all right? Now, sometimes they also know better that in the fact that it doesn't matter what you say to them or they whatever they say to you, you're not going to take anyways. Sometimes that's the case, right? But if you notice that they're not talking about her that much, good or bad, it's probably bad, okay? Just a word of advice. They don't like her, all right? If you look at your your best friend and the first look that he gives the girl when you bring her over is this, oh, she's here. Not good, not good. You need to ask him why why he don't like her. All right, but because you ask, expect an honest answer and don't get mad when they tell you how they feel. Now, if they're in their feelings, that's different, but you'll know. All right, but also, yes, so these are the only people's opinions that matter about the girl, right? This goes other way around too. Like if that girl don't like your family, if her family don't like you, that's not gonna be good for you, man. Even if you didn't do anything wrong. If they just don't like you, that sucks, right? But this is also when you're like, hey man, like I'm really going through a rough breakup thing. That's where you go to, go to, okay? You go to that part. All right, where are we at on this list? I think I've said that like a hundred times. Okay. Yes. All right. We're going to go to opinions, right? So let's see here. When you're looking for an opinion on something, right? Um, how do I want to order this? Oh, I missed a letter. <laughs> I missed a letter. That's embarrassing. Let's just fix that real quick. <laughs> for those of you who are just listening, I spelled it IGAF and not IDGAF. Which means I don't... Give a fuck. If you're, we're acquaintances, I don't want your opinion unless I specifically ask. And what I ask for an opinion on is going to be very, very menial. Meaning, hey man, you like this shirt? You're going to say yes. And you're going to lie to me even if you don't like the shirt. Because I don't care if you don't like it. All right? 
It's me. It's reaffirming myself, essentially. I'm, I'm pretty much asking a rhetorical question. I'm asking myself that in the mirror. You're just the mirror. All right? That's how that works. I don't want your opinion. I don't want your actual opinion. Unless it's like, for some reason, it's actually helpful, and that is what you do for a living. Okay? Again, very broad. There's always exceptions to everything. Now, we go to friends. Um, I care. All right? Meaning, I'll listen to a friend's opinion. It doesn't necessarily I mean I'm going to agree with it or change it, right? Right? I, I care on a general level. Like, oh, thanks, man. Like, it was just a general... Because it's going to be a general thing, right? I'll be like, oh, man, should I go with the, the, the fried chicken or the steak? And they're going to be like, dude, you should go with the steak because... Fried chicken here is gross, which I don't think has ever been said anywhere. But in this situation, that's the case. Okay? Now, it kind of really falls in line with the rest of the stuff. Now, family. All right? I actually care, right? Same goes with some of this other stuff is that I'm actually asking them what they think and it's probably on a like personal level like I'm asking hey obviously this isn't going right for me socially so what should I fix or what what's your thoughts on why this keeps happening those are the people you go to all right cool do I have any more? Oh, yes. We'll do this. This last one for this. Okay. And then we might break it down generally. Okay. News. Something happened to you. Ah! Who do you tell? Acquaintances. Very general. Okay. Oh my gosh, I found a p- my pencil. Oh my gosh, I just found a dollar. All they need to know. Okay. I don't want to hear that you just got a big, like, you can sit, tell me that you got a big promotion. I'll be like, awesome, dude. Why are you telling me? Right? That's kind of how that goes. Okay. Friends. You tell good news. Now, most likely, you're not telling them directly. They're finding it through some sort of social media platform. But, hey, I just completed my 5K, right? That's how they get good news, right? And good news, you're not posting bad news on social media. You shouldn't post bad news on social media unless you're already out of it, right? And it shouldn't be a public thing, right? Does that make sense? You should be going and, well, here's the transition. Look at that smooth transition. Good and bad news, okay? That means they can take in the bad news and feel poo-poo with you, and they can take in the good news and celebrate with you, right? If you tell somebody here, or who you think is here, good news, and they're like, oh, well, that's good for you, and not good for me, huh? 
they're not family that you need to move them down to friend. Okay, that goes to bad news too. If they're like, oh, well, that sucks. But anyways, this is how my life's going. Move them back down. Okay, be like, oh, I will never tell you personal news again personally, right? You're telling these people personally all the good things, right? They're not finding out through here. They do that, they find out through here. Or they don't find out at all. Okay, that's a deal breaker. All right? So, let's see here. That's it off my list of examples. Okay, these are life examples. We could be doing this for hours and hours and hours with certain situations, but we're not gonna. So now what we're gonna do, because I didn't really do this to begin with, and maybe I should have, but we're gonna break down what these actually are to me, right? Acquaintances. They're pretty much everybody that's not... I'm just gonna write down everybody, okay? Acquaintances are everybody that you've heard of, maybe met in passing, that's it, all right? Literally the only difference between them and strangers is you've met once, okay? Strangers aren't on this list because why would they be, right? So that's acquaintances. They're everybody, man, okay? Friends are people that you see frequently, okay? They are, you can have a lot of them, right? I have a lot of friends. That's not a cool brag. I mean, it's pretty cool, but it's not meant to be a brag, right? It's a, gen it's a general thing, okay? I'm a good guy for the most part. High school, not so much, all right? I was a nice guy. We will not break into the difference between a good guy and a nice guy today, but that's why I have a lot of friends. I'm a friendly guy, right? I'm a good guy. I know all this. Again, these are not brags. That's why I have a lot of friends. Now, family, okay, what I call the inner circle, if you've ever watched Meet the Fockers, is going to be like five to six people, all right? That doesn't include your parents and siblings. All right? I'm talking five to six people. Band together. You can tell them whatever you want. They're there for you, right? This is your ride or die. This is your pirate crew, right? You're going to go raid the seven seas. These are the five or six people you're going to take with you because when shit hits the fan, and it will, it will, whether you like it or not, okay? They're going to be the ones picking up the poop with you, right? That's their job. All right, that's the difference between these people, right? Acquaintances. And this one might be a little controversial with. You share very little with an acquaintance, right? There's a reason why they're an acquaintance is because you know that you aren't going to get along with them all the time. And that's okay. You don't have to be get along with everybody all the time, right? There's some people... That no matter what you do, you're just not meant to hang out with. And that's okay. Okay? Friends, you share a lot in common. Okay? Right? You're going to talk about a lot of the same stuff. You're going to talk about all your similar interests, and then you're going to get all these new ideas for that same interest, or you're going to watch certain things together because, or not together, but at the same time, different houses, right? You're going to share a lot. That's a friend, right? 
Family? Whew. Family? You share something. Okay? And you don't always share a lot. I mean, you do share a lot, but not necessarily in common. Right? And sometimes the debates get heated. Right? Because you have very strong opinions. And you're not afraid to get into those arguments with those people. Okay? For instance, Game of Thrones, you're arguing about who the best character is or best house, right? And your buddy might be like, oh, House Targaryen, all the way. And then you might be like, no, dude, House Stark, all the way. And then there's going to be some dude who's like, I want to be a Mormont. And you're like, why? They're not really relevant, okay? The one little girl was, that's about it. She was eight, right? No one cares. No offense, but no one cares. No one cares, okay? But even, and you're also okay with doing things that you don't necessarily like to do, but you're going to do it because it's with them, right? Now, doing things together. You're not going to do anything with an acquaintance unless it's a work slash school project, okay? And then it's in and out and then you're done, okay? That's an acquaintance right there, all right? A friend, you're going to do similar things with. Okay? For the same reason. Those are the commonalities that you have. These are the people you're going to go to events with, um, concerts with, movies with, because you share similar interests. You both want to see the same thing. Family, you do it because you have to do it. Okay? I'm just going to keep it at do it because it's kind of funny. Um, all right? This is your buddy who his girlfriend is having a party, right? And you know no one at the party. And he doesn't really either. But because you're his bro, you go. That rhymes. Because you're the bro, you have to go. Because you're the bro, you have to go. Part of the rule, right? If there's a car convention and they need a fifth person, because if they bring a fifth person, they get a free t-shirt, you go so they get the free t-shirt. Now... That doesn't mean that they get off the hook. They still have to buy a beer or something because you got to make it worth your while, right? I got alcohol out of out of the deal, I think. Maybe. And it doesn't matter. I got something out of it. Or it's an I owe you one. So because you know that if it was the other way around, they would be there for you, okay? And if they're not, they're not here, right? Like, that's that's really the big difference between friends and family, Right? We're going to get real for a second. In all seriousness, man, if you have somebody that they always have you do stuff for them, but when shit hits the fan, they don't do stuff for you, they don't belong here. Okay? Know your worth. You don't belong. They don't belong here. They don't, they don't get to have all that access to you. That's not fair. That's not right. That's a one-sided relationship because they only want to get things from you. And they don't want anything from you. Right? They just want to get, and they don't want to give. Those people don't belong here. And technically, as far as I'm concerned, they don't belong there either. So, that's where I'm at with that. Is there anything else for the basis of this? I think we get the point. And like I said, the, the reason why we did this today... Hey, I want to tackle real-world social 
social things because it took me a lot longer to learn social stuff. Like I knew social stuff sometimes, but other times, especially when, you zone, when you're prone to zoning out like I am, sometimes you just miss things. A lot of things go over my head. Why? Because sometimes I clock out. Okay? I mean, a lot of times I clock out. But some people just need to learn this, man. Some, some people don't, don't know. Some people think that they're here when they're actually here. And maybe that's good for, for other people. Like you show them this and you're like, um, you're not here, man. You're here. And you can explain to them why, right? Now, obviously, don't go around chanting at people, oh, you're an acquaintance. That's not cool, man, right? Obviously, well, first of all, you're not going to say that to acquaintance anyways because they already know. They already know. But a friend, this is where it gets a little tricky, okay? Because uh, if you think somebody's family when they're really, a, when they think that you're a friend, that's going to hurt you. And if they think they're family and they're just a friend, that's going to hurt them, right? And I'm not, don't go hurt, go hurting people. I mean, again, sometimes it's okay, but most of the time, not okay. And it comes with expectations, right? And maybe we'll end it here. Zero expectations for acquaintances. Some expectations for friends and for family. Most expectations. Now... Now, obviously be fair, right? But I think something I had to learn myself is that you, you need to keep your expectations in check. I'm not saying don't have low expectations or don't have any expectations because you should have some expectations. And if they're in this group, you know, you have a lot of expectations, but you've built up to that point, right? So... But when it comes to other people, for the most part, you got to keep them in check. They're not gods and neither are you. We only have one of those and he lives up there. All right. Not your job to make sure that they meet every expectation. So, and if they don't meet something, that's a conversation. Man, I feel like we really got heartfelt there for a sec. But yes relationships they're fun man make friends and uh if you need to make friends go do stuff you like it's a great way to meet people man work another great way you know we have movie nights at work once a month where we pick a movie and we just go last month or two months ago we all went to shazam together awesome great movie very underrated movie Okay, didn't get a lot of hype, but it was fun and gave us something to talk about, right? This next month, we got a whole work event party thing for the end of the year or for the end of the school year. So it'll be a lot of fun, but yeah, just be, and most importantly, be yourself, man, unless you're a douchebag, then change that up a little bit, but be yourself. Don't be somebody that you're not. And, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, if you notice yourself changing a little bit around the people, don't be afraid to be you. All right? Man. Ugh. I promise. Not every episode is going to be like this where it's all that ugh, gushy stuff. Okay? One last thing so we end on a fun note. Strangers ain't shit. Okay? Don't worry about them. All right? If you don't know them, who cares? Now, <laughs> obviously, again, there are expectations. I'm not saying write them off. Don't, don't help them out. You know, be a good person. But... If you're walking down the street and somebody flips you off just because you happen to be walking on their part of the sidewalk, screw them. Don't let them occupy a part of your life because they're an NPC. They are a non-playable character. They have no role in your life, right? Right? Okay? Because these are minor Acquaintance? Acquaintances are minor characters. Friends are... Major characters. How, how do I want to do that? Okay. In your life, you're the main character. In your life, right? Your family are the supporting cast, right? They're major characters. Friends are also supporting, but in lesser supporting roles. Major supporting roles, minor supporting roles, and then... Acquaintances are filler. They're the the people that show up in a couple episodes in the background, but they're there. They're background characters. And then all the rest, the strangers, the people that you don't see, those are the NPCs. They're non-playable characters. They are not important in your life mentally, right? Again, if somebody trips and falls and drops their stuff, help them pick up their stuff. Don't be a dick. That's my number one rule. Don't be a dick. But also... Fuck them, you know? All right, I think we wrap this episode up. So, if you like this content, man, please go subscribe to us on at Magic Beans Productions on YouTube. Uh, you found us on all the podcast surfaces, so congratulations on that one. Um, yes, I did that on purpose. Uh, if you like listening to me talk for some crazy reason, uh, check us out. Um, I talk all things comic book, pop culture related with my buddy JP at JP and the Beanstalk. That's on YouTube and um, also on podcasts, platforms, all the all of them. And then if you want to stay up to date with what we're doing or catch some shorts, um, check us out on Instagram at Magic Beans Productions at JP and the Beanstalk. And on TikTok, we're just straight up Magic Beans Productions because both podcasts are a Magic Beans Productions. So thank you for listening uh, and God bless.